This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, fireworks are going off nonstop in black and brown communities around the country. Why is it happening and who's behind it? We also pay black women and explore what happens to a holiday like Juneteenth when everybody and their mama starts celebrating. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Okay. Hi. Hey, hey. How are you? I'm okay. I'm good. Feeling um, refreshed and shit. How you feeling? I feel raggedy. (laughs) (laughs) Why? I don't know. I woke up like, what? Huh? That's how (laughs) I was feeling last night. That's how I I felt so raggedy. I was like, okay, I'm just... Where am I? That's funny. I thought I was going to lie down for 20 minutes, come back. Be ready, be refreshed. <laughs> I was done. I was finished. Yeah, that's how I, I woke up. Like, ah. whatever the fuck y'all coffee drinkers be like, oh, I need a coffee. I felt like that feeling. <laughs> that's it. I felt like that. Okay. Well, we're here. Yes. Did you have your coffee? Did you have something? You got something going? I have, I have, I have caffeinated tea because I don't drink coffee. That's oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I don't have that in its home. Got it. Got yeah. it. Well, good. Welcome, Welcome to, to Tea with, with Queen and Jay. We are two women's race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism, one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay, and, and this is Tea with, with Queen and Jay. Ew. Right. I still feel raggedy, but I'll get past it. I'll get past it. <laughs> <laughs> I will get past it. If you would like to follow the conversation being had on this here podcast, podcast, you can do so by using our hashtag, hashtag T with QJ. We love when you use it on all the social media. You can use it on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places where hashtags are accepted. We love for you to use that. Another hashtag that we love for you to use is pod in, and that is a now listening hashtag. And that allows other listeners to know that you are listening to T with Queen and J. You can also send us tea mail. We love that at tbwithqueenandj at gmail.com. And you can send us questions, comments from the serious to the mundane. Send us tea mail. We love that. We are on Instagram and Twitter at tbwithqj. And we are also on Facebook and Tumblr. You can just search for us there. Every episode, we pour libations for the people, places, and things giving us black ass black joy. What are you pouring libations for this week? I'm pouring libations. I'm sure we're pouring pour the same libation, but I'm pouring libations for Juneteenth, our just the, actually the whole day. And Mm -hmm. also our kickback, our virtual kickback. I was having a really shitty week last week, like really, really bad. So it was nice to kind of like end my week with black ass joy and shit. So Mm -hmm. that was really good and really amazing for me because everyone was trying me all week. And then Friday, everyone left me alone. So it was like they knew, like... (laughs) Leave her alone. It is Juneteenth, you know, whatever. So that is my libation. What is your libation, Jay? I'm also pouring libations for Juneteenth. We'll get more into that later, but we had a fucking blast. I also was struggling in the weeks (laughs) up to Juneteenth. It was very much a struggle. I was upset with everyone. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that, yeah, Juneteenth was like, honestly, up until the fucking moment that we began 
it was fucking shit okay <laughs> so um yeah so it was nice oh, no, I, to have yeah, it was shit i forgot but go ahead yeah it was nice to have that moment with folks from all across the country to celebrate Juneteenth, which is super duper dope. I was also on For All Nerds last week. We talked about the importance of Juneteenth and we covered a bunch of other shit, nerd shit, race shit, all kinds of shit. And that was super cool. I'll put the link to that episode in the show notes. And a few people hit me on my personal cash app last week. And I wanted to say thank you to Virginia, Cynthia, and Tukunbo for hitting me up on cash app. That's a dollar sign Genesia F. If anyone wants to contribute to the uh, rent fund. <laughs> but thank y'all so much. It, it, it really helped. I really appreciate that, yo. That's lit. That's lit. Typically, during this part of the show, we talk about how you can donate to Tea with Queen and J podcast. But right now, we are setting this time aside to talk about where you can donate your money and time to help in this era of protest and resistance. So the link to that will be in the show notes if you're looking for ways in which you can donate and support protesters at this time you can check out the list and the link in our show notes. If you'd like to sponsor Tea with Queen and Jay podcast, if you'd like to advertise with us, if you'd like to hear your ad on Tea with Queen and Jay, t-mail us at teawithqueenandjay at gmail.com. If you'd like to hire us to speak at your school or organization about white supremacist, patriarchal capitalism, womanism, black feminism, black hair, or some shit you've heard us discuss on the podcast, or if you'd like us to do a virtual live show or consult you or your team, send us your t-mail at twithqueenandj at gmail.com. We do have some donation libations yes. from last week. Mm-hmm. Our patrons this week, we have John and Robert. They up their pledge. Shout out to Robert. He's from Gizli Kiki. Hey, boo. How you doing? Um, new patrons, we have Chelsea, Serafi. We have what looks like to me like Quincy, but I think it's... Kinks or Kinksay. Sorry if I said that wrong. And they say, thanks so much for the fierce work y'all are doing. I'm a cis gay black man that was brutally smacked by your podcast and panel discussion. I love it. I'm here for humbly sitting my ass down. Glad you know. And checking myself every day for patriarchal capitalistic bullshit. Thanks to Queen and Jay. And what I've been learning here gets put to great use to create a healing space for the black woman and black non-binary people in an unkind, predominantly white Ivy League college. I'm so glad to support y'all in this way. Thank you. We also have Jay Nicole, Marcus, Claire. Hey, Cousin Marcus. Thank you. Oh, Cousin Marcus. Hey, what's, what's popping? What's popping? Claire, Jenny, Lauren, Carla, Katrina, Sonia, Bevo, and Aniki. I hope I pronounced that right. You, you know, let me know if I did it. And they say, just wanted to say thank y'all for being you. Always bringing a brilliant nuanced perspective deep into the cracks of worldly happenings. As a white person, I know this show is not made for me in any way, but I learned so much from listening to y'all just being your smart, funny, whole selves. And I'm so happy to not have whiteness centered here. Being spoon-fed, raised on that shit, sure fucks a person up. So thank you for ever-evolving education in the fucked-up world. Thank you all, patron people. Y'all the shit. Yes. And we had some people hit us on the PayPal this week. Beverly, Beverly says, sending a few shekels just so that I can tell you I appreciate you guys still, isn't it? 
pouring libations in London. I don't know if I hit the right inflection in on that in it, in it, but thank you so much, Beverly. Yeah, we appreciate it. you. We also have Quincy hit us on the PayPal. Brian Vera Vera says, "Here's a little something to thank you both for the blackity black ass joy you've given me." V, thank you so much, V. Kaela, Marlena. Marlena says, happy Juneteenth. Thank you. The homie Dashen says, I fell off my podcast and Twitter game for a minute. Today is Juneteenth, though. And I was like, how have I spent my last few Juneteenths with my Tea with Queen and J fam? So I decided to listen to y'all on my drive and pay my dues. Keep fighting the right fight. Stay safe and healthy. And hopefully shit will get to the point again where we celebrate properly. Dashen. Thank you. Dal Savant says, thank you for your quality content every week. And I hope the Juneteenth kickback tonight is amazing. Yes, it was. Thank you. Jacqueline says, happy Juneteenth. Thinking of you today and sending some love. Diana says, thank you for hosting such a soul nourishing event. This was my first Juneteenth celebration and I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you, Diana. The homies at the Black Guy Who Tips hit us off. Happy Juneteenth. Thank you. Ron says, listening to you guys is healing after dealing with so many cracker-ass crackers at work. Thank you for your informative, illuminating, consistent work and positive black vibes. Thank you, Ron. Cracker-ass crackers. We also got donations from Jake and Marley. And Marley says, thank you endlessly for your labor that helps me unlearn, challenges me, and makes me uncomfortable in all the ways necessary for my growth. I hope you are finding space for rest, ease, and joy, get yourselves some snacks, Marley. We will get snacks. We, Thank you, Marley. We will get ourselves some snacks. Yes. A quick update. Yes. So. Yes. We're tired. I'm saying it so like I'm, gonna... I'm saying it like I don't know the update. Yes. What's the update? <laughs> <laughs> tired so we're taking a break we've never done this before but we're gonna take the month of july off the whole month all of the weeks in that month yes to rest and recuperate this is a good time for new listeners to go back and listen to some of our past episodes i like to listen backwards when i find a new podcast i just listen backwards to all of them until i get sick of it it's a good time for that shit Mm -hmm. it's a good time to catch up on some of your other podcasts it's a good time to share us it's a good time to just listen to ones that you missed, listen to ones that you liked and yeah. learned from, listen to those right. again. Yeah. It's a good time to email us because we have more time to respond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to take a break from producing the podcast for July, but we're, we'll still be like available via social, yeah. and, you know. We're still tea with Queen and Jane like and other things. We're just yes, not, we're still doing all yeah. that shit. We're yes. just taking a, a moment to breathe. And I will be cleaning my apartment. Going to relax, relate, and release. Has been struggling. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm looking forward to that. But mm-hmm. just to give you a heads up. So, we have, I think, how many more episodes before? I one more episode. One more. Before? One more after this one. Okay. So, yeah. I like to give a heads up so that people can prepare. I know sometimes, you know, your podcast can be a part of, like, your routine and shit. So, put it on your schedule. We are taking July off. Off. All right. So, are you ready to get into the show, Jay? Let's get into it. So what kind of elixir? I'm not even going to say what kind of tea (laughs) are you fucking drinking. What kind of elixir have you concocted for today? I am having peppermint tea and I have a bag of Teas by G PMS CBD tea in there as well. It's like a leftover bag. So this is a, I'll probably throw it out after this use. This is, I'm pushing it right now. But 
<laughs> it's just in there for uh, you know the good vibes. The good vibes. <laughs> what are you drinking over okay. there? I'm drinking just some regular black tea because, like I said, I woke up feeling raggedy, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. I felt like whatever y'all coffee drinkers be feeling like, so I'm like, I guess I'll drink some with caffeine in it. I still feel raggedy. Okay, That's but right. we shall see what happens by the end of this. We shall. And what are your pronouns? She, her, what are your pronouns? She, her, they, them. And separate from my pronouns, I am not a lady. So please don't address us as ladies because it's weird. It is. I be trying to jump in like, no. Thank you. <laughs> not <a> lady. <laughs> Sometimes I see it and I'm like, oh, not nah. today. I be like, it's not as much labor for me because it's not me. Thank so you. I be like. Thank you very much. It's appreciated. What are you affirming for yourself this week? I affirm that I'm not raggedy. <laughs> Okay. I affirm mm-hmm. that I am a bad bitch. I affirm that I am enough. I affirm that I will be self-employed and financially wealthy without trauma. I also affirm that I am well-rested. My hair and fashions are popping. Poppin'. My body and mind are healthy. Healthy. And that I will always and forever stunt on these holes. I affirm that... I will continue to have a healthy sexual relationship with my current sex buddy. Yes, sex buddy, safe sex buddy in the time of Rona. Yes, yes, that is my designated penis at the moment. I affirm, but when but when a city open, now I'm joking, I'm joking. I affirm a safe and healthy reopening of New York City. Actually, I want to extend that to everywhere else. I know that some places reopened and numbers shot up. So I want to mm. affirm that those folks will be healthy and will survive the Rona. I also affirm that we, all of us, everyone listening, our families, our friends, our pets, even our plants, our plants, yes. will have, we will still have fruitful and abundance 2020s, a bundles for everybody. That is still something that will happen for 2020. That's I want to affirm right. that for everyone. What are you affirming this week, Jay? I affirm a life of abundance, health, wealth, and abundance of income, sustainable, rewarding, and financially beneficial self-employment. I affirm that the opportunities that I'm about to have and secure will be even more popping than the opportunities that presented themselves before Quarantino. Mm -hmm. I affirm that I am enough. My apartment is paid for. My rent is paid. My sink is fixed because my sink is broken right now and it's annoying me. My bathroom sink, which is like the life force of the apartment and then you can't you can't just have somebody come in there right right so they are gonna come uh next week but it is it is annoying being in my apartment and watching things fall apart and like i have to wait for like like that's like an emergency so somebody has to come yeah yeah anyway the sink broke off no well some yes the sink did chip the sink no you're not actually the sink did chip but that happened earlier in quarantino and now the sink is actually leaking at the bottom so I had a clog that I fixed with Drano, and now it's probably a hole in the pipe. And so now the sink is leaking from the bottom. So how does, what kind of pipes you have that drain? <laughs> oh gosh. Well, you know, they say that if you have, if you have old pipes, Drano can put a hole in your pipes. I've heard that before, oh, but I was like, I'm not calling nobody. So I'm going to just try this shit and see what happens. Because if I call somebody, so, who knows what, I'm going to have to use Drano. Yeah. I'm going to have to use Drano anyway. <laughs> that's right so let me just try this first and then if it goes wrong then we'll have somebody come in my apartment so i don't know but anyway so yeah. i affirm that my fucking sink is fixed and that all the broken shit up in this apartment is fucking fixed 
All right. Sick of it. Also affirm this place is clean. I don't know who's going to do it, but I'm going to just affirm <laughs> that it's clean, it's spotless, it's organized and shit. Mm-hmm. I affirm that I am productive. Opportunities are fruitful and bountiful without trauma. I affirm an earlier sleep schedule. I think my sleep schedule is almost on track. I did feel raggedy, <laughs> as you said, <laughs> raggedy last night, but it was nighttime. So that's a good sign. I affirm <laughs> healthy platonic and romantic intimacy. I affirm a brand new MacBook Pro with all the shits, which I think... We talked about it. I think we're going to buy one soon. Yeah. Replace my fucking computer yes. with show money. If we can just combine the white guilt money with the uh, money that's coming. That when our powers combined. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we don't have enough yet because yeah. we still want to be able to like do our, our regular everyday shit. But yes, so we are saving money via our donations to replace my fucking computer. Yeah. Who has fucking had it from editing the show for years. For so, years. All this time. All this time. All, all this time. All this time. All this time. Yeah. Like the whole time. The whole so, time. So yeah. Even today. So <laughs> if you want to put five on that, we are accepting uh, donations. donations. Yes. Thank you so much. Yes. yes. I affirm that me and my loved ones are healthy. I affirm a new studio and workspace where we can record and work and be comfortable at our convenience once this Rona is over. And I affirm liberation and power to all people. Ooh, I, I also would that. like to have sex again. So I affirm that as being a healthy and viable possibility. Yes. And I want a little bit of romance and stuff. I was going to post about that on Father's Day, but it seemed like uh, I didn't want to be a distraction. But I definitely wanted oh, to Don't distract from the men. Don't you say yeah, something else. I didn't want to cause. I was like, don't you know, you, I don't even have time. Don't you don't say something else. energy. So I'm going to just stay offline today. Better let, those men just, be, better let those men be centered. I'm not interested in this better, game today. Better let them. I'm not interested in this game. But I did want to post all the single fathers. My DMs are open. Send me your news, you know? I actually had it written, and then I was like, let me delete this. Oh, gosh. I used to do, <laughs> it, I used to do that every Father's Day. I would be like, shout out to all the DILFs, because I like DILFs. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't really care about y'all motherfuckers, so. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't say anything. I just want to have sex again. That's all. Healthy, Rona-safe sex. You gonna get That's that. That's what I want. I will. So, yeah. So, those are my affirmations. Uh, speaking of Juneteenth. Yeah. Like we said earlier in the episode, we we had an amazing fucking time. Sure did. It was super duper fucking dope. It was a different type of Juneteenth because we had to do it over Zoom, but it nothing was lost. Like, I didn't feel like because we did it over Zoom, like, we something was missing. Like, yeah, I don't think so either. I felt like... It was just like, wow, they did something else. You know you know what someone said about what? the Zoom who's been to all the June teams? They were mm-hmm. like, them Queen and Jay are like the Beyonce's of Juneteenth. I was like, that, <laughs> that's right. they, just be, they just be changing the game. I think it was a cool I heard say this. Uh-huh. They just be changing the game. They're like the Beyonce's of Juneteenth. I was like, Yes. That's you hilarious. Are correct. Yeah, it's important to us. The holiday is important to us. The energy that we create during that day is important to us. I can't think of another time, like another designated time for us to do the kind of thing that we do yeah. on Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the, another time would be Kwanzaa, but everybody else, everyone is so busy during that time that like to hold an event during theirs, yeah. that, that's not really something that we would do. Mm-hmm. So it was fucking dope to be able to create that same vibe online 
and to be able to do it with people from all over the world, yo. That was fucking dope. That was like our first global event. Yes, it was. Like dead ass. Oh, shit. Look at us. <laughs> look at, look at us. Look at us. Look at us, yo. Yeah, so that was that was really special. We had some technical difficulties in the beginning, which set me off in my brain a little bit. I but saw it. I was like, that's I was no. fucking enraged. No, 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 no. Let me just be silly. I was <laughs> furious. I know. I was fucking furious. I know. Like that. This whole thing took a lot of work. No, it took mad, mad work. work. It took mad work, and so like the beginning of my shit. And we having tech problems. I was done. I was finished. Yeah, but anyway, I- after I shook that off, it was great. It was wonderful. It was perfect. The vibes were right. I want to say thank you to Sam who helped produce the event mm-hmm. and helped us do prep before and helped us the day of behind the scenes, did some editing, all kinds of dope shit. Again, yeah. like libations to Sam for knowing how to do things and being competent. Thank God. Also as Stephanie and Lisa from black women stitch and Naomi from that same community. I wanted to say thank you to them. They handled a bunch of back end shit. Word. It's mad moving pieces to this shit, yo. And I feel like I learned so much, but now I'm like, when would we do this again? <laughs> <laughs> i just learned a bunch of skills and i'm like when no we learned so much skills that i was in another zoom and i wanted to be like you need to do this and you need to right <laughs> that's what i right. was telling you about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i learned that because of the way that this right happened but yeah mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. like a zoom expert you should you should teach things jay yeah somebody asked me something you should, already you should teach I'm gonna things. add that to my feed you better yeah, shit I will. True. I will. But yeah, yeah. Can I put it real so, yeah. quick? Yeah. I want to thank Jay because we knew we would do something virtual, but for for it to be like that, like I guess a variety show. Like Jay was like, "Yo, mm-hmm. but you don't think if you should do a variety show?" And I was like, in my head, like, "What, bitch?" <laughs> <laughs> but Jay always has really good ideas, so I, I knew it would. I knew it would work, but mm-hmm. it was like, how? <laughs> like, right. 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 What? Mm-hmm. But um, that shit was fucking amazing. Amazing idea. Yeah, I was really happy. Thank you. Thank you yeah, so much. Cause... I just wanted... I knew how I wanted to feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. how I started mm-hmm. with. I was like, I know how I want to feel when I walk away from this event. So for, for people who are just listening and don't know what the fuck we're talking about, yes. every year we have a Juneteenth event. If you don't know what that shit is, I don't know where you've been because that's been like the whole fucking wave right now. All of a sudden, everybody's fucking with Juneteenth, yes. but you can Google it. So for the past four years, five years now, we've thrown a Juneteenth event in New York. It's really a party and we just set the vibe and we're fucking, we're a fucking good time. So that's really what it's been. We don't, we don't do any programming for that. We have, this is the party, come through, hang out with us after work and it's a good black ass time. For this, because we were doing it virtually, I didn't want to just have a DJ. You could like do that anywhere. It's like, let's like get together. Let's like commune with one another and shit. Let's. Walk away from this feeling refreshed. And this is before, when we talked about this, this was before the uprising. And yeah. so I knew we needed it because we were all in quarantino. But the level to which we needed to be together as black people, I yeah. think it took on a new energy and a new meaning it after the uprising did, yeah. or, you know, during the uprising, the season that we're in right now. So we created this, uh, yeah, just a virtual fucking hangout. And we ended up at one point we had up to like 300 people in there, yeah. which I wasn't expecting i was expecting it based on like the rsvps but i wasn't expecting to get that many rsvps even you know what i'm saying i was just like i would have been happy if we had 
35 fucking people in there and we were all kicking it having a good time talking to one another and whatever exactly you know when i was sort in the 200 i was like that number going up i'm like shit mm-hmm. wow yeah 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 so i was i was uh i thought that was really super duper dope our dj Yo. was fucking dope yes like all the i knew black they were gonna sounds. be all of them. <laughs> All of the black ass sounds. I knew they were going to be dope, but like they took it to next level. Their commentary was dope. My favorite was how when we were preparing like a few minutes before we went on, they were like, you know what? I, I was going to talk on the mic, but I, it's too much work. I'm not going to talk. So I was like, cool. Okay. We'll be talking anyway. Uh, DJ Marsha May, I talked the whole fucking time. <laughs> And it was all valuable content yes. that they were talking the whole time. I love and when they would say back great. that bussy up. I was like, I, every party I go to, <laughs> they need to talk about backing up the bussy. Because that they just do. makes sense. We all have one. Yeah. Why was mm-hmm. I not, why did, Why have I not been indoctrinated in that yet? That's my fault. Know. I'm sure it's in the world. It That's is. my fault. It is. But yeah, so DJ Marsha Mayai, a.k.a. Fat Black Clit, thank you so much. And everybody who worked with us on the back end contributed something more than like we expected, right? Yes. So everybody helped us with like ideas and in conversation, everyone was just giving with like the things that they had learned when they did other Zooms or yeah. just whatever they knew in their specific area. So I'm really thankful for that. Our ASL interpreters, we had the homie at Premium Geek. You can follow them on Instagram and the homie JP. Both of them were amazing with the sign language. So good. I wasn't expecting JP to sign the song, some of the songs. Me neither. I was like, yes. And then it was for me seeing that was nostalgic because in my schooling, we used to, like, instead of singing songs at shows or recitals, Mm -hmm. we would sign them. So seeing them sign the songs, I was like, I remember I used to do that. But it was like, oh, cute. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't well, expect that, was, that either. That was That was beautiful. That was so beautiful. That was fucking beautiful. So I'm really thankful for that. And then in in terms of its accessibility, we had talked about this before, but again, we're a two-person like operation, but we really want to work to make sure that we are getting our episodes transcribed. Yeah. So because we were doing this visual thing, we were like, okay, well, this is like not hard to get ASL yeah, folks for, to, yes. you know, yep. interpret, you know, what we're doing. So that was, our, I think, one of the first steps in us really trying to make this show truly accessible. accessible. So that's our next step is making sure that we are transcribing yes. our shows and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So thank you for them. And they also offered a lot of insight so that was super they fucking did. dope they did. our presenters and guests were amazing we had alicia brown who did comedy she did like a five minute set and that was fucking dope and enjoyable comedy can be really tricky over zoom so i, I i'm appreciative to her for doing that shit with us and they were good because like sometimes people some comedians take five minutes to get to the climax of the joke right and they were just like, here, 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 yeah. here, here. <laughs> no, she got in there yeah, and she did it. Yeah. So that shit was dope. Mm-hmm. Actor Reagan Gomez joined us and talked about the Black Illuminati. <laughs> she has not been invited for obvious reasons. She's not in the Black Illuminati, but I did want to know. So <laughs> She talked to us about all type of shit. That was awesome. Alex Hardy read some of his dope writing and that was fucking beautiful thank you so much alex dr joy from therapy for black girls came through and gave us all kind of tips for maintaining our mental health during times like these yes and jay just fawned over them she's so like, adorable. such an angel <laughs> she's just a freaking adorable angel i can't i don't even know what the math is and why i feel oh, that way God. but she's oh, the cutest gosh. thing i've ever seen in my life I can't. That's just that's just my story, okay? <laughs> I'm going to try hard not to objectify Dr. Joy, but 
Yeah, please She's don't. She's adorable. <laughs> please don't. Uh, also, Juju Bay from A Little Juju Podcast came through with her black ass spirituality. That was an amazing segment. Yep. The homies Diamond Mia and Z of Marsha's Plate came through and talked about Texas and being in love during Quarantino. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Diamond, of course, was eating crab legs <laughs> midway through her through interview. Her interview. I love that. That, that was, was a black ass shit. It was very, it was very like black. That. It was very black. Rob from Inner Hole Uprising came through with some plant tips because all y'all niggas got plants now yep. and we got to take care of them and keep them alive. Yes. Rod and Karen from the Black Eye Who Tips were there talking shit with us. That was a good time. They're always fun. Love them. Valissa Thompson of Ramp Your Voice was there talking the most shit. That was fun <laughs> and, and unexpected. <laughs> Oh, oh, I, I expected. <laughs> I oh, expected gosh, that was so fun. I expected. Yes, I'm glad we we finally got to virtually meet her. Word. We always talk on social, but this was nice to finally like see her face yep. and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Latoya Foster of Pretty Tomboy Designs came through and showed us her work. The homie Tammy of At Motor City Pretty Creative came through with uh, with her cosplay and that was cool and Tawana Sullivan talked to us about black lesbians in fiction and her new book and her writing that was fucking dope Tatiana King Jones from For All Nerds came through the Grand Duchess of Tech and gave us mad tips for how to stay safe in terms of like protecting our technology and our phones and all identity and shit like that while protesting and being in the streets and shit that was fucking key that was that and dope. I didn't, I didn't know that's what I knew they were gonna do tech stuff. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. that. So it was like perfect. Yeah. It was just that like, was yeah, no, that was totally her. We talked about tech and we talked about a few ideas. That wasn't one of them. I mean, there was of yeah, course like the remember, freedom yeah. and flexibility to exactly. do that. But I was like, yo, this nigga spitting. Right. I felt like that gif from the wire when he when he like turned around. <laughs> like, oh, oh. Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. No, that was dope. That was dope. That was dope. That was dope. Unruly Social Club came through to talk about their leather fetish and kink club. Mm-hmm. They were fucking dope. Everybody yeah. was just so dope. Everybody brought just awesome, amazing stuff. Everybody's background looked wonderful and amazing. Yes. Like we did, uh, Stephanie was doing spotlights on people throughout the night so we could see who was hanging out and dancing with us and shit like that. And yeah. everybody, y'all all looked so good and like happy, happy and like just and fucking like... thriving and living. And it was just fucking black and delicious and wonderful. Yes. And it was it like, was wonderful. I had, I've, been into Zoom parties briefly just to see what other people were doing because we were figuring mm-hmm. out our stuff. Mm-hmm. But to just see so many people like engaged, because I feel right. like it might be a little difficult to be like, you know, whatever, but everyone was fucking engaged. Everyone was fucking mm-hmm. dancing. People dancing in their living rooms by themselves, but not by mm-hmm. themselves because it's like right. virtual. But like yes. dancing like hard, like not mm-hmm. just like, ooh, ooh, we here two step, mm-hmm. but like yep. getting it the fuck. And that shit, that was just amazing. Y'all are the. It was. Y'all are the best. Y'all it was a lot. Best. It was fucking dope. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna clean my living room so I can dance. <laughs> <laughs> I was inspired. I was like, look at all that space. Look at that. Look at. That <laughs> <laughs> picture, was cool. I just pictured your dog looking at you like the fuck. And she. <laughs> That's all she do all the time. Anytime I do anything, she's anytime I do anything out of the ordinary, she's looking like, what? What you, what you doing now? She be calling. She be calling you a bitch. <laughs> oh, definitely, absolutely. At rolling her eyes, I have definitely seen the eye roll. Mm. All of that. Mm. 
I'm thankful that we didn't have to kick anybody out for being trash because we good. came through more than prepared to do that. Yeah. We had niggas on deck, yes. ready to kick people out. We had okay, a plan and, the, and everything. The word was listen. Don't hesitate. <laughs> <laughs> don't hesitate. <sighs> don't feel like you gotta give somebody a fucking second chance to be a fucking homophobic transphobe no. fucking bigot. Mm-mm. Kick them out Mm-mm. and yeah nobody fucking nobody pushed the ledge or nobody did it so i'm thankful that we have a we have attracted people who are not garbage in that way Word. so that was cool that mm-hmm. was pretty cool i'm also thankful that i know that white folks were there but they played it so low-key that i didn't have to think about whiteness yo and that that's great that's and always i feel great. like i'm glad that we like, set the tone yes I feel like all their cameras was off, which I appreciate. Yes. I just wanted yes. to see black people. That's all I wanted like, to this see. This is this is how you do it. This, this, mm-hmm. this is co-conspiratorship. This is what you're supposed to do. So right here, nigga. This shit right here. This this shit right here, nigga. This, this shit right here. here. Yeah, yes. that's what you do, yo. Because I was, I there was a moment where I was concerned. I was like, is this, is it gonna be mad white people in here? Because I know we have a lot of white listeners, and that's cool. But we're not but like yeah. rappers. Like you know how rappers. <laughs> <laughs> they be talking about man black shit 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 and you go to the con black shit you go to the crowd you go to the concert and it'd be all like 35 year old white men in the crowd yes like man yeah so we're not rappers and then we also make sure this stuff is financially accessible so it doesn't keep our people out that's why we do things in that way Oh, yeah. Could you imagine? Uh, no. I did imagine it. I was For concerned. Real? I didn't think I about that. I was concerned. That. I didn't think it was going to be like flooded. Like I didn't think it was going to be like a predominantly like, you know, a white show out. But I was concerned that it was going to be 50-50 or something weird or just really? or fucking 75-25 would have been I feel like, I feel like we much. set the tone of like, you know that video where, where Joanne, just in general, not just for the, that, mm-hmm. just in general, mm-hmm. where like, you know how Joanne and Scammer, that video when they go into mm-hmm. the office and it was like, all the Caucasians to the back. All <laughs> Caucasians <laughs> to the back. I think that's the tone that we set with kind of everything. Right. True, 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 So true, I true, think true, that true. the white folks who listen to this show just know all the Caucasians <laughs> Right. Yes. I, I, facts, we built. We built that in a cloth of how we go mm-hmm. about things. They know mm-hmm. who we center. So they already know. So I think that's, that's true. probably why I wasn't thinking. That's true. And we also, yeah, there were also people talking about that on social too, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, somebody, I forgot who it was, but I know who you are. Somebody non-black had posted in their stories that we were doing this event and reminding like yeah. her fellow non-black folks to like, you know, not to take up space or whatever. Good. So that was good, yo. So thanks to everybody who played a role, for everybody who did their part, everybody who came through, everybody who celebrated, everybody who tapped in for a moment and maybe popped in and popped out for those of you who stayed to the end of the night we had somebody stay with us and like just fall asleep on the couch and that was cute (laughs) we were there so long because i don't know how to say goodbye that i just started wishing people good night individually individually yeah and that made me feel good it made me want to murder you but (laughs) (laughs) i was like that's well then we're even yeah yeah i was like we are friends and i know this woman she's not doing anything that is not her so <laughs> just sit here. Just sit here and wait. 
Oh, but it worked. That's when people started yeah, reading. Yeah, it, 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 it worked. Individual it was effective. Nights. It was effective. Uh-huh. Because sometimes effective. you just need shit to be wrapped up. I like to wrap things up in a nice little bowl, have closure. We had a good night. We all socially like worked up and shit. You need like a wind down period, you know? Yeah, I, in my mind, so. I was like, this must be like, usually when Jay and, and I do events, we have mm-hmm. to like go out to eat and kind of like wind down. So I'm like, maybe this mm-hmm. is what this is. Like, like, yeah. you could just sit down and shut up, queen, and just wait. <laughs> yeah, I needed, right, I needed a wind yeah, down, yeah. so I was too wound up, and I couldn't think of another way to, like, because I'm like, when, when I when I turn this off, um, I'm just, what, yeah, exactly. going to be back in here staring at Hennessy. Yeah. So I wind down, I did have a headache, I should have been left, but I wind down, and then I laid on the couch in my makeup and all my clothes and went to sleep. <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> I did wash, I did wash my makeup off, but I took, my funky ass went right in the bed, I did not show Uh-huh. Up. Like it's gonna be funky in the day. Yeah, it uh, it was perfect. So, yeah, it was. It was a really good night, and I got a lot of people texting me. People that I didn't like, friends and family that I didn't know, because I don't really be like, family, come to this. Friends, come to this. Mm-hmm. I'll just post mm-hmm. and see like they could come if they want, and they did. Right. So it was cute to have lots of people text me saying your event was cute, your event was good. Yeah, it was dope. Beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah, my brother and my sister were there. That yeah, I saw cool. your brother. I think he was reading uh-huh. a, reading a book. <laughs> I thought he was on I, his phone. He might have been on his phone. Been. He might have been on his phone. He's a new nigga nowadays, so he might have actually been reading a I book. I was like, Jay's brother would be in a party reading a book. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It was fun, though. It was fun. I had some other family members pop in and pop out, so that was cool, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. I think my mom was there. I don't oh, know how cool. long she stayed there, but yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I had some college friends join, mm-hmm. so that was good. It was good. It was good, yo. Was. I'm thankful for it. I needed it. We, I want to, if I have the time, I want to put together just a, like an email recap with everybody's information and little tidbits and shit like that yeah. from the evening so that everybody who was there can kind of just follow up with their favorite guests and shit like that. Follow whoever they want to follow. Yep. Maybe put some of the videos in that didn't, didn't play clear or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. So that's the goal. So that's what I want to do. That's the plan. And then we'll probably cut some of those videos down into smaller pieces and post those somewhere as well. But it was just a great time. I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for all of you. I'm thankful to everybody who shared it. That was really cool. A lot of our guests shared, shared it. it. And we yeah. were very specifically like, hey, here's the link. You don't have to share it. You don't have to yeah, you know, yep. like do whatever. And like they just like did that on their own because they believe in what we do. And I really like that means a lot, yo. Yeah. It was fucking great. It was it was everything I wanted it to be. One of the things that stands out for me is when Rod was like, I love you guys. Like, y'all make me want to, like, imagine a new world. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, that was cool. I was like, that oh, was my funny. God. That makes that me feel so good. He was like, like, oh, God. He's like, I'll turn off the show and be like, nah, that ain't happening. But while I'm listening, <laughs> while I'm listening, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Right, that's hilarious. You know what? And sometimes that's that's enough, yo. Yeah, just push like, you, push you. Just an hour tiny and a half to bit. two hours of a new place, mm-hmm. black ass place. Mm-hmm. You deserve. Yeah, you deserve. yeah. So that was good. Yeah. I felt great. I felt great. So thanks to everybody who participated and shared it, and just fucking wonderful, fucking wonderful. That's amazing. Let's take a little break. 
money, 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 money. <laughs> money. <laughs> Do you know what this year is? What every year is all about? Yeah, but like giving black women year. your money. Yes, give okay. black women your money. Hashtag pay black women, okay, yo. Okay, okay. So, so how do they? give black women their money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes we do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week sometimes twice um, a week yeah yo (laughs) and we could use your loving motherfucking donations Um, we definitely can absolutely so how can you do that you can go to our website tvthqueenandj.com hit that donate tab Mm -hmm. we have two options there two two you become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right. on how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. Will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice. Oh my God, we're going to get money. Again. <laughs> All the time. Yes. And we're black. All the motherfucking time. So this year, we were talking about Juneteenth. And speaking of Juneteenth, this year has been... The most that I've ever seen Juneteenth celebrated ever in my entire life. My entire life as well. In all of my years on this earth. Like, I've never seen anything like it. And honestly, I never thought that I would live to, to see, see it. Me this level of participation in Juneteenth, mm-hmm. like, ever. Like, we started celebrating this holiday because we're black and we were like, yo, why aren't we we're celebrating, celebrating this? And we couldn't, yeah. we couldn't find, like, people in our age group celebrating. Yep. In New York, we could find, like, the aunties were doing stuff. And it was like, you know, bring the whole family, bring the kids or whatever. Or it would be, like, some sort of Juneteenth financial seminar or something (laughs) like that, you know? But it was like, it it was never no... Everything was, like, building. It wasn't a turn up. It wasn't a a celebration. And I was like, yo, there's no other time set aside for us to be black-ass, free-ass people and celebrate, like who we are yep. and like we should let's fucking do that Word. and so we did that over the years like um last year we did see more events yeah, we did. coming up but mm-hmm. it still was like people still had to explain what juneteenth was and it was still like an event here oh, here or oh, there yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. like last year i could only think of one event that was happening no there were two actually but drunk black history was happening mm-hmm. during our juneteenth thing i think but that's a different type of event. That's a comedy event. And then I think Taki Bond did a Juneteenth yeah, event. That's that the was one the that same I, as ours. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. I remember that one. Yeah, it was like a few train stops away from ours. So I was like, hey, do both, whatever. So there were those few events. And I'm sure around the country, other people have mm-hmm. been doing things. But it was just bubbling up. It wasn't like everybody on social talking about happy Juneteenth. That was not yeah, happening. Or like people like, oh, my job gave me off. Or like all of this stuff just percolating right. and percolating. Right, right. Like... Wait, what? Like, there are states where that that's honored now. I know in Pennsylvania, where my sister lived, like, she put in the family group chat, like, oh, it's a holiday. You know, like, just it's just like, whoa. And I'm going to be honest, it makes me uncomfortable because everything makes me uncomfortable once white people start looking mm-hmm. at stuff we do. Right, right. <laughs> but it's, fu- it's dope. It's dope. It's fucking mm-hmm. dope. 
Yeah, I wanted to pour libations for everybody who organized at their workplace to make Juneteenth a paid holiday, holiday. within their company. Yeah. I know you did that at your job. Sure did. <laughs> <laughs> sure did. To all the black people, request off. I'm going to talk to the ED. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. Good. So now it's a day. That's what's up. Now it's a day, yep. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. And I saw people on Twitter talking about that around the country, different people who had did that at their jobs and like finally got it established as a day. A few people actually shouted me out on Instagram and their Instagram stories about like being the first person that they ever heard talk about Juneteenth yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. People like that I worked with who I educated at work. Somebody I used to work with hip hip hit me up well it was a general post but they tagged me just talking about how i was one of the first people who um hit them to juneteenth but that also now now the company celebrates it and made it a paid holiday but also george floyd had to die for that to fucking happen yeah, you know and exactly. in my head i'm like yeah we have the whole fucking country had to nearly fucking burn down for us to get a holiday yeah you know what i'm saying like we're still waiting for them to fucking arrest Breonna Taylor's murderers and stop state state sanctioned violence against black people. Well, but we're still uh, waiting for a lot of things. Yeah, we're still waiting for all of those. It's got a things. long list. It's got a long list. We're still, it's a long list of shit. Um, but with states across the country trying to pacify protesters, trying to do everything exactly. except for give us what we fucking asked for. That's not, no, none of this is on a list of the demands. Thank you. Right, Juneteenth no. has been thrown in to the mix, so <laughs> it's been interesting. Yes. I'm thankful that. We're all celebrating now. I'm thankful that I don't have to, uh, when I say, hey, we're throwing a Juneteenth event, I don't have to explain it to everyone because it's like, it's common knowledge now, at least this year. Mm-hmm. One of them states that still wasn't fucking with it, Hawaii, and I want to say North or South Dakota. I don't remember. It's like three states that's still not fucking with Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. But one of them states, they made June 19th, 2020 juneteenth day and somebody was like can you just make, make it, it every year every <laughs> uh, it's like wow you really you're really trying to like i'm gonna just give you this little piece of thing so you can see that i gave you this one little thing uh, but yeah juneteenth kind of feels like it's a point is juneteenth the, a thing in alaska i don't know I'm it's look, three I'm states that don't fuck with it yeah look it up i'm not sure mm-hmm. but i just thought it was funny that one of the states was like well we'll make it a thing this year this year when y'all calm down off of all this nigger shit then we're not doing this ever again that's how it (laughs) seems but yeah juneteenth feels like one of those things that's become a pawn in the what can we give black people to like have them stop burning the city or have white people stop coming and burning the city after black protests like what can we do do? to quell this kind of situation or whatever but they're not falling for it they're not falling for our random bricks in the middle of the protest right right so what do we do (laughs) what do we do do? (laughs) but yeah so it has been really really interesting it's the first year that we have seen companies posting about it on social there were tv commercials about juneteenth oh for real i didn't see any yeah yeah there were tv commercials a lot of the like cartoon network and some other channel did juneteenth commercials like it was like a thing brands were posting it on their social media it's like a fucking like holiday now Mm -hmm. it's very very interesting so so anyway cheers to to that shit arrest brianna taylor's murderers and stop killing black people yeah they need to be held accountable yeah that needs to happen but I did want to do a little Juneteenth news that's not news in the spirit of news that's not news. I guess even though we were free, we were still slaves in the mind. Message! 
So our news that is not news segment is where we highlight news stories with a womanist race nerd perspective on it. Or we highlight stories that the mainstream media just is not fucking with because um, they, they just be like that. So that is our news that is not news segment. What you got, Jay? So in the spirit of Juneteenth and learning more things about Juneteenth, for anybody who doesn't know, even though I told y'all niggas to Google it. I told y'all niggas. If you didn't Google it, I'll tell y'all now. So Juneteenth is the day that enslaved Africans finally got word that they were free, right? So this is like at least over two years after emancipation took place. Enslaved Africans in Texas finally got hip got word finally learned finally were told yeah. that they were free so this is after years more of slave labor after the emancipation proclamation yes because texas was so south and so far away from a lot of the other states like places where word was spreading um it just made it, it made it easier for texas to be this isolated place where slaves were still being enslaved yes mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. and again like that rollout wasn't immediate for other states either. So it's not like the Emancipation Proclamation was signed and then the and next then morning, like, like yeah. niggas was free. It didn't, yeah, go, it didn't, it it didn't it go viral on Twitter. And that, that part. And I didn't want to know. So it, they didn't get the Google alert. Yeah, exactly. So it was, you know, it was a slow rollout. But mm-hmm. Texas, again, Texas didn't find out for years. Well, Texas um, enslaved people because the whites could have known. <laughs> oh, the whites definitely. <laughs> you know what I mean? The whites definitely knew. The whites definitely knew. So that that's a, a you know a quick Juneteenth summary of like what that shit is. But what I did not know as a New Yorker, I'm not from Texas. As a New Yorker, what I didn't know was that um, Mexico, there are parts of Mexico that also celebrate Juneteenth. Oh, lit. And yeah, and I will say, I will share some of the history from that. So I pulled this information from um, Texas Monthly dot com an article there and it's been written about elsewhere as well so in 1850 enslaved africans escaped to mexico which i did not know so there is a ranching village called nacimiento de los negros in cahuila that sounds yeah, like cahuila that sounds like it's hitting So it translates, it translates in our uh, rigid English language, it trans that the name of that town translates to birth of the blacks. And I think the translation of Negros is a little bit fluid, like that's the hard translation, but yeah, mm-hmm. clearly it's, it's like birth of black people or birth of like, what, however we would look at that now, that's how I see that translation. I don't think it's as basic as, as um, birth, birth of, of the, the blacks, blacks, but that's the yeah. hard translation. English is just basic, so there's that. Very basic. So the June 19th festival and reunion is known as el dia de los negros the day of the blacks and they celebrated there someone in the article one of the descendants of that village so there are people who travel back to that village to celebrate juneteenth there are people there are black folks who still live in that village uh-huh. but she was saying that they didn't know that it was called juneteenth they call it day of the negros yeah and they didn't learn until like later on that like oh this is you know like a thing that's celebrated in the states as well right Mm -hmm. so slavery was abolished in mexico in 1829 which led to texas declaring independence because slavery is so delicious and sexy you know mm -hmm. you don't want to give it up right so texas went independent and that's before they joined the u.s and then became a part of the confederacy for all that delicious sweet sweet racism 
and oppression against black folks. So it's estimated that over 10,000 slaves escaped to Mexico, with some coming from as far as North Carolina. That's something that I never thought about. Like, we know that slaves went north. Yeah, we know the slaves went north. We know that slaves escaped and went to meet family or free people in other places. places. But very rarely do we hear about our relationship to Mexico. Which I'm sure is on purpose because we have to stay divided and not realize that we have these similar histories that could unite us and Mm -hmm. make us kick out what, you know, dismantle white supremacy a lot quicker as far as the numbers of us on this planet. You know, in the north, north, south, and central America. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Gotta use my um, conspiracy hands. It's not a conspiracy, though. <laughs> <laughs> Ancestors who settled in Nacimiento were a band of people called Negros Mascogos in Spanish, or so this is directly from the article, or Black Seminoles in English. The group grew from runaway slaves who were given asylum in Spanish Florida and lived among the Seminoles until they were forcibly removed to Oklahoma. With few prospects in Oklahoma and the ever-present risk of being kidnapped by slave hunters and sold into bondage, they turned to Mexico. Following the Civil War, several of Nacimiento's Mascogos came back to the United States with their families in 1870 to serve as Indian scouts in the army first at Fort Duncan in Eagle Pass and eventually at Fort Clark in Brackettville. In 1876, though, the military ordered them to leave. Most returned to Nacimiento, but some remained in Brackettville where Harrington's grandfathers were born. That's one of the women who was quoted in the article earlier. Mm -hmm. And both men returned to Nacimiento and married. So that's where they lived. Some of the language, I'm going to leave the link to this article in the show notes. Some of the language in the article, I felt like erased the fact that Mexico. It does say that slavery in Mexico was abolished in 1829, but it doesn't acknowledge that there were still black Mexicans there. Yeah. That like the the black Mexicans, black folks and Mexicans, our history does not like begin with enslaved Africans, Africans going to fleeing and going right to the Mexico. U.S. and going yeah, to Mexico. Like there were black folks there, they were in, right? Yeah, there were enslaved black people in Mexico mm-hmm. as well. In Mexico and right in Mexico, and, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Absolutely. And Mexico just added black folks or um, African descendant as an option or black as an option on the census. So like even the numbers of how many black folks were there during this time or that time or whatever, it's, it's really hard to look at those as accurate when they have not been counting their black population because the assumption is that there is no black population. population. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So some of the language in that article I find to be a little bit like um erasing of that history and that existence of black folks in mexico but i thought that this was an interesting important history that i had never um learned especially because i was i never learned about juneteenth in school i learned about that outside of school from family and like why would i expect my mother to know about this fucking you know celebration in mexico you know what i'm saying so i thought that this was a cool interesting fun fact if you're from texas chances are you already know this shit but I thought this was an interesting news that's not news tidbit, yo. It is mad interesting. Especially since everybody want to celebrate now, since we all on Juneteenth now, which I love and I think is fantastic, but <laughs> here we are. Oh, it makes me nervous, but, you know. Tell me tell me why it makes you nervous. I don't want to, and this is, I'm not trying to be like, I don't want them to Cinco de Mayo Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's just like yes it's a party right it's a party for us but it's also lots of other things for black 
black people and I'm not I won't police mm-hmm. it in terms of like which black could celebrate because I think that's ridiculous right. but I don't want it to become like yeah we're going for jinx it's Juneteenth and it's like white people who are like right going for drinks with Juneteenth like no like mm-hmm. I feel like there's together alone yeah, with no black yeah, friends yeah like that makes me uncomfortable right to a white to a white bar yes yes um and at an all-white place only white people all the things and then mm-hmm. eventually there'll be props that they have <laughs> right like, you know i'm just thinking of how there's It'll be been... a juneteenth mascot yeah mm-hmm. like i just so that makes me uncomfortable and i think maybe capitalism attached to juneteenth makes me uncomfortable because enslaved folks are what they use to create capital here so that kind of makes me uncomfortable mm-hmm. but you know i can't control none of that shit so <laughs> Uh, did you see the Juneteenth Snapchat filter? I heard about it. Mm-hmm. And that's why. Because yeah, I don't, them, I don't want them touching us. Like, yeah. it's, they, they make me uncomfortable. It's going to be lots of foolery. I know that they're mm-hmm. going to, and I don't, I hope I'm not being offensive by saying Cinco de Mayo, and because I know that's something very specific and like very cultural, right? But it's a it's a holiday that has been appropriated to become and disrespected. Yes, is what you mean, to, right? Exactly mm-hmm. to become something else. So that is what I'm wary of, because white people just mess they just mess shit up when they touch things, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. <laughs> so that makes yeah. me um uncomfortable. The capitalism possibly tied to it and the whites. Making it like a right. single day Mayo thing, but yeah, those things make right. me something that I hope, which is a a dream, a simple <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> but something that I hope, wish was, wish was reality. reality. Yeah. All right, something that I hope though is that along with the potentially inevitable commercialization and appropriation and abuse of Juneteenth. Something that I hope comes with that, though, is uh, actual freedom. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, like, the ways in which... Like, I think Juneteenth is important regardless of how free we are, how free we get. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's an important holiday. But I think that as black people, there are certain things that we have to hold on to so tight because we are not completely free right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I, my hope is that as Juneteenth becomes commercialized, that we actually get towards some more actual true level of freedom. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That makes it so that while Juneteenth will always be important so that it doesn't, f- so that we don't feel the upcoming disrespect as intensely as we might feel it right now. Yeah. Right. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. so that's my hope is that as, as if the holiday becomes commercialized it comes along with a certain level of freedom for black folks that we had not seen before yeah so. yeah because it's like you said at the top like the timing of it it had mm-hmm. took for someone to like be murdered it took for lots of up- uprisings it took for a pandemic like it took for so right. so many, many things, things happened to just happen, for people to say just to be okay like, oh, you can have this holiday you know so much had to mm-hmm. happen just for me to on the books because i've always been celebrating it but on the right. books celebrate something out loud um mm-hmm. and you know this country is not responsible so it makes me all uncomfortable yeah. it just makes me uncomfortable i'm still gonna mm-hmm. do my thing but it makes me, you know, because that's just, that's just how I am. That's but, just how I am. Yeah, it makes me uncomfortable. But, I, yeah, you know, we, no, sh- you. we shall we shall see. We shall see. Yes. We shall see. All right, let's pay some black women. Mm-hmm, let's do that. 
Our Pay Black Women segment is a segment where we highlight Black women-owned businesses, initiatives. Um, it could just be a GoFundMe. It could be somebody who needs lunch money for the week. It can it, any anything. It doesn't matter how big or how small it is. We will highlight that initiative here on Tea with Queen and Jay. We know that Black women are trans women, are cis women, are any variety of women. That is what our Pay Black Women segment is for. Here at Tea with Queen and Jay podcast, we also open this segment up to AFAB non-binary folks. So if you are AFAB non-binary and you want to submit a an initiative, a business or anything, or if you know someone who's AFAB non-binary, you are welcome to submit them as well for our Pay Black Women segment. We will, of course, acknowledge all pronouns and make sure that we are not identifying anyone as a woman who is not. Yep. And also here at Tea with Queen and Jay, we open this segment up to indigenous folks. If you are an indigenous woman, if you are an indigenous AFAB non-binary person, you are also welcome to participate in our paid black women segment because uh, what the fuck? That's important. Because we that's said we so. Because that's, 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 that's like, that's how we get down here at fucking we, 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 we gonna podcast. do it anyway. Cold conspirator shit and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's how we, we get down. Yeah. So that's how we do this here at Tea with Queen and Jay for our pay black women segment. As always, if you would like to submit yourself or someone for our pay black women segment, you can send us your T-mail at teawithqueenandjay at gmail.com. That's the best way to get it to us. Also, we ask as black women ourselves, we ask that if you are a business that can afford to purchase ad space on Tea with Queen and Jay, we ask that you do that. If you are a business who can afford to barter, if you can afford to send us your product, if you can afford to fucking offer us something in exchange for this highlight, we appreciate that. Just to keep in mind that we are two black women doing this shit. Who need to get paid. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. And we so would like while to be it's paid important, as well. Yes. And, and we say that again, this is for businesses who can afford to do so. Like, just please keep in mind when you submit to Tea with Queen and Jay for our paid black women segment that we are also black women. Right. So the ask is that please don't be a company who can afford to pay somebody else to do shit, but won't pay Tea with Queen and Jay to do shit. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yes. But I don't say that to say like, I don't want people to feel like, oh, I don't have any money to contribute. So I'm not going to submit. The whole point of this yes. is that we highlight and we uplift businesses, people, whatever, who may not otherwise be highlighted or uplifted or who don't maybe have money for for um, advertising yeah. or, or sponsors or whatever the fuck, yeah. whatever the fuck. So all that we ask is that when you submit your pay black women segment, you do it with intention and you do it with, with consideration and you do it with purpose. Yeah. That's all that we ask. And you're not taking up space that someone else could have on right. the show. Taking up space yeah. or taking advantage. Yes, exactly. So what do you have for pay black women this week? So I have something that I got from Instagram and it is a... GoFundMe, I'm going to read what they have on their GoFundMe. It's titled, Help a Black Woman Nail It. Help me raise tuition money. Like I said, I'm going to read what they have on their GoFundMe, and you'll get all the details of why we're helping them nail it. It has always been a dream of mine to open my nail salon. For many years, my dreams took a backseat as I had to choose between a steady paycheck or advancing my education. As a single mother providing for both of my children alone without any assistance, the latter never seemed like the right option. Finally, after years and years and building a support system that would allow me to pursue my goals, I started the process of establishing the paperwork needed to start a business as well as doing research 
to make informed decisions as a new entrepreneur. Then COVID hit, and not only did my momentum come to a halt, but I lost my job in the process. With the help of a near and dear friend, I have been able to do freelance assisting work to cover the cost of my expenses. In this solitude, I have come to a realization that not only do I want to own and operate a salon, I also want to become skilled at the services being offered. I want to not only make women feel beautiful, I want to give them opportunities. I want to show my daughter and my son that mommy never gave up and she made it happen. So I'm asking you, friends, family, and acquaintances, to help me achieve the goal I have set to reach the first and most crucial step in attending school and becoming licensed so that I may start working in my field. Any Anything counts, and it is much appreciated if you are able to donate monetarily. Please spread the word and pass this on. Many people have dreams, but the hustle is sold separately. I have both. Help me get it. Help me get there. Love y'all. Sincerely, Selena. So yeah, a GoFundMe link will be in the show notes, but you will be donating to help her go to school so she could become a nice sense nail tech i think she's a self-taught but she wants to just get some other skills under her belt as well as open her business and yeah help her you know help her out so yeah so that's the pay black woman for today i fucking love it i thought it was appropriate because me and you have been like yeah we want our nails done <laughs> yes <laughs> so it was like so. um yeah let's, let's get another black nail tech in the world and doing shit like that so mm-hmm. fucking dope mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Have you bought any um press on nails? I have, but I haven't put any on because I'm just like I don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even want to do it. I I liked there's certain it's things work. I like to get done. Yeah. And and my nail stuff was a part of that. Mm-hmm. And then I was trying to budget and make it so like getting massages and stuff was part of that. Um. Mm-hmm. So I don't even want to do it. Like I've I started one day and I was like, no, I I I don't want to do this. I like a part of yeah. My grooming process is allowing someone else to do this so I can just, you mm-hmm. know, so. Because you know I used to do mm-hmm. my nails and shit all the time. I mm-hmm. I don't like, mm-mm. So, no, yeah. I haven't. Long story short. <laughs> <laughs> long story long. Yeah. I feel you. My nails are thriving, but um, it's not something that I like doing. Two reasons I paint them. I paint them if we're going to do a Zoom, mm-hmm. if I have time. Yeah. That's what I do. Same, but same. And that, I haven't had time. I know you can't see my nails about that, so I'll just be like, blah, 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 blah. That's, that's me. <laughs> that's me placing the nail polish, just slapping it on and shit. Ah, that's funny. Yeah, but what know. I did do, I ordered some wax. So any other thing I wanted done mm. has been superseded by my need to wax my legs. So I did order this wax kit. So it's not like you don't have to. It's like strips. So I don't have to do anything. Uh-huh wonky all the strips so already I'll, have the stuff like you don't have to do anything yeah like, oh uh-huh. that's dope yeah it's already everything Ooh, is already on there sick. i don't think i have to heat nothing up i don't think we'll see right. but let me do yeah. it and if then it works out send then me I'll, some info. i will yeah. yeah so we'll see so i just ordered those yesterday and hopefully that'll make me feel human again because i will say that's that's the thing on my list that's like yo soon as that joint opens back up I'm going to get my mask. I'm going to get my whole shit. And you know, CJ in the whole latex suit. <laughs> whole that's latex right. With my outfit. legs exposed. In a pair of panties. So I can get my <laughs> legs waxed. <laughs> that's been my thing. And it's like some people are like, can you just shave them? No, it's a whole thing. If you start shaving, you can't go back to waxing until like they're grown oh, all the way out because yeah, it yeah. changes the way the hair is yeah. or some shit. I can't shave. Like my body does not like shaving. It'd be like, bitch, be better mm-hmm. than this. <laughs> You were better. We're better than it. Doesn't like it. So yeah, I don't know. All right, let's throw somebody in the motherfucking pit. Yes, let's do it. Everybody, strap in. We're about to open some fucking doors. 
fucking windows. The new triple X has got to be more dangerous, deadlier, more attitude. Who the fuck is this asshole? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. So the pit. The pit is where we throw everything that tries to fuck with our black joy. Any person, place, thing, anyone can get it. If you fuck with that shit, you go in the pit. So That's right. We'll be, we'll be throwing in the pit this week, Jay. Okay. I don't know what aspect of this we want to throw in the pit. I don't know if we're throwing all of it in the pit. I don't know if we're throwing some of it in the pit. But around the country, around. and I know it feels like... Actually, now more than ever. Like that ass. Now more than ever. Around the country... People in different neighborhoods, again, around the country specifically, I was I would say traditionally black neighborhoods or black neighborhoods yeah. are experiencing fireworks going off at night, oftentimes throughout the day until late at night. Mine start at 2 p.m. Mm. in the day. You can't see a fucking firework. Mm-hmm. You can't see that shit. Wow. 2 p.m. Yes. Wow. I'm throwing fireworks wow. in the pit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> two, two so that's been mm-hmm. yeah that's been happening around the country and i will say for new york we are used to in our neighborhoods uh, a certain amount of fireworks in the summer yeah. right so summertime comes somebody will have they are illegal here somebody will have fireworks yeah and they are illegal like, grade yes. they're not professional yep. they're illegal grade and as soon as it gets a little bit dark you know off. it starts popping off right but it's not it's not constant they're not professional grade you know what i'm saying like they look like illegal fireworks that I enjoy seeing, I, but they're not Macy's level. I saw something that dead ass. I saw something that like, pew, pew, like did the shit. It didn't go as high as like Macy's. Macy's. Right. But it did. I'm like, what? And I've never seen that. So like, I'll see yeah. like the firecrackers, the beep, like whatever, but not to the mm-hmm. like where it does that balloon shit. Right. So there's, right. So there's a lot of, a lot of the, for New York, yes. if you're a nigga who doesn't pay attention or you're a white person, this might seem like regular everyday stuff. You know what I'm saying? But like for those of us who have lived in neighborhoods where illegal fireworks was a thing, like this is unlike anything it's ever been before. It's and it's different. bigger than just, oh, people are home now. It's bigger than that. Where the fuck are the people getting, getting these fire- professional grade fireworks yes. and where are they getting so many and so much? Yes. And who can afford this level, of, of this grade of fireworks, yes. this amount of fireworks? Yes. Like what is happening? What the fuck? And then... It's like they started selling them earlier than usual because I feel like the fireworks for me and my whole New York living ass life, they start in about June. And mm-hmm. then, you know, then they die out a little bit after the 4th of July or whatever. Mm-hmm. These shit started in like fucking May. Right. Like, it's, uh, it's, uh, and uh, it's just a lot. Mm-hmm. People, like, I could sleep through it because I'm a New Yorker, but like, right. it's a lot. Like, PTSD. Um, did I say that right? PTSD. Um, mm-hmm. Just from like even being in war, just from fucking living in the hood and hearing gunshots all the time. Yeah. Like no one wants to yeah. hear that shit. You're scaring kids. You're scaring pets. Mm-hmm. It's just like a lot, and it's like I, I, the amount of it. I don't hate fireworks. It's just very fucking different this time. I read a New York Times article briefly this morning where they was like. Complaints for the month of June last year for three one one was at about eighty. Mm-hmm. This year is at about twelve hundred. Mm. 
That's, yeah, they said complaints were up like 230%. Yeah, that's like a significant like increase. Like, mm-hmm. And in the hood, we don't be wanting to call nobody. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, we don't want to call nobody. So we yeah. probably just sit through it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had to get my frustration Yeah, and out. so... So again, this is happening around the country in black and brown neighborhoods. So I wanted to read a thread by Son of Baldwin. And before I get into this, I kind of want to talk about conspiracy theories. Like, right? So okay. first of all, <laughs> <laughs> seems like it's gonna get a little spicy. I'm like, okay. I just want to give a definition of conspiracy theory. So this is from Miriam Webster. Conspiracy theory: a theory that explains an event or set of circumstances as the result of a secret plot by usually powerful conspirators. Okay, so I want to add to that. So that's like the textbook definition, but I also want to add to that. A lot of times when we talk about conspiracy theories or when people think about conspiracy theories, they are easily dismissed. Like there's a, because they're a conspiracy theory, the concept is that everything is fine and everything is normal. So like whatever you're suggesting doesn't make sense or is easily debunked. It's not real. And oftentimes that is the case with conspiracy theories, yes. right? Oftentimes conspiracy theories are just that. It's just like one nigga who's like, yeah, but have you heard but about have this? You heard about, you know, have you heard about this? this? You made me think of 9-11 when that happened. Sorry, I didn't mean mm-hmm. to like deter the conversation. Yeah. But where I grew up, we live in really tall buildings, going up to like the forty third floor. And I remember mm-hmm. like a week after nine eleven, I'm walking into the building and someone on the block was like, Yo, we gotta we gotta we gotta watch out because our building's kinda tall. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you know like that somebody know was might coming. be coming. Shit like that. <laughs> like, oh, ain't nobody right. think about it. <laughs> right, right. So that, when I think of conspiracy Towers. theory, yeah. yes. <laughs> when I think of conspiracy theory, I think about shit like that. Yes. You know same. what I'm saying? Like, to me, that definition doesn't include all of the feelings surround- that people have surrounding conspiracy theories. Yeah. Also, I think that there are people, we, we talk about black folks, I think that there are people who think they believe in conspiracy theories when in fact we're talking about white supremacy and white supremacy is not a conspiracy theory because white supremacy is very real white supremacy is very overt it's not it's not a covert mission like all this stuff has been right right there all the stuff that white folks are feeling guilty about right now all the stuff that people have just been discovering since this season of uprisings all of that shit has been right there on the surface and you just didn't believe any of the black people around you who were telling you hey this is what's happening to me Exactly. That's it. Yep. Or if you are so a black white person, supremacy, you probably try to pacify it and make it exactly. seem like it was nothing. Yep. White supremacy and the things that have happened surrounding it, those things are not conspiracy theories, I would say. I think according to the definition, yes, they are, because it is this thing that white folks would have you think is covert, but it's not covert. We see what you're doing. See you're overtly it. fucking gerrymandering. You're overtly fucking destroying neighborhoods. Yeah. You overtly fucking put drugs in our communities. You are overtly doing these things yep. that's overt that shit is not a covert secret mission that this shit is, is out in the open yep. we can fucking see you yep. we can fucking see you yep. and so that to me even though people think that sometimes like the shit that we talk about or other black folks discuss that's counter to the mainstream belief that sometimes people identify those as conspiracy theories but again white supremacy is not a conspiracy theory it's a very covert intentional thing and we can all fucking see you and you can see yourself you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're gaslighting us by telling us it's that these things didn't oh, exist, don't exist, yeah. haven't existed. Because yep. it it's it's a overt thing. Yep. So 
this, what I'm about to read, I'm about to get into Son of Baldwin. He is um, a writer. He's on Twitter. He's on Facebook. But it's his theory about what is happening and what could be happening with the fireworks. The reason why I'm reading this, I read it to somebody. No, I sent it to somebody and they looked and they were like, ah, conspiracy theory. And I'm like, okay, you have lived, we've all lived here. I was talking to somebody else, like another uh-huh. New Yorker or whatever. Yeah. We've been living here. We've been living in these communities. We've been experiencing this shit mm-hmm. firsthand on the ground. What is happening right now, even though we know niggas can get their hands on fireworks, what's happening right now is unlike anything we have ever experienced, yes. right? So this is a real thing that we are experiencing. And these are, because this is something happening to us, this is us putting the pieces together together trying to figure out, yo, what the fuck is going on? So that's why I'm reading this. This, to me, is not a conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. This, to me, is a possible theory of what's happening. Some of this seems very, feels very real, very plausible. And so that's why I'm presenting it. I just wanted to say that because I I thought it was interesting that when I sent it to this other person, they were like, conspiracy theory. You know why, though? So easy to brush off. You know why, though? Because, and I noticed this from dating conspiracy theory ass niggas is that people generally because we only believe what white people say so because this idea came from a black person Mm -hmm. this is conspiracy we're just gonna dismiss it we're just gonna whatever i see that happen all the time where like someone will present some conspiracy that would be that they learn from like the history channel you know some shit like Mm -hmm. that some white institution Mm -hmm. and then i'll say stuff that like because this stuff in the nation of islam this conversation is just like what that's what y'all talk about but whatever (laughs) so (laughs) So in I, church too, girl. So I, yeah, you know, so I present, mm-hmm. like, you know, you know, they say, y'all, y'all cool, but the devil, and he grafted, you know, like, I'll say this stuff, and it's mm-hmm. like, that's, what? That's, what? That's, a, that's, that's throwing out, man. What? Like, and I'm like, why is it not on the same plane? Why is it right. not, like, mm-hmm. why do- Why is it not the same as that, that random theory that you watched on this that people, actual that people white are, show that, about theories, about are, random theories? People, that yeah. people are lizards, that, that, <laughs> yeah. like- but like I can't. Fucking Loch Ness. Yeah, like I like. Why mm-hmm. is it? Why are those different things? And then obviously, it's because a black person said this thing, and these white institutions said this other thing. So I'm sure that's why that person was like, um, um, mm, conspiracy. Mm-hmm. You niggas don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> right. And so I had to say, you've been here for mad summers. Is have you ever experienced any shit like this ever before? And it's not. No, it's not because we're home. Because of the fucking pandemic. Mm-hmm. Right. We're home. Where are niggas getting these fucking professional grade fireworks? And let's let's say and, you could and, get them. And they're not, right. They're not cheap. That's that part. Let's say you could get them. Where are they getting them at this level, at this amount? Yes. And why is this a common theme around the entire country, country right it's, now? Yeah, it's not just why are we all experiencing this? Yes. So Anyway, so I'm going to get into this Son of Baldwin Twitter thread because I think it's important that I've seen so many people dismissing it as like, as if it's the same shit that we've been going through every summer and it's not. It's not. You know what I'm saying? It's as not. all, you know, kids out there wilding or bored or whatever. I lived here my mm-hmm. whole life. No, mm-hmm. this has not happened before. Jay's lived here her whole life too. This has not happened before. <laughs> I said it like you weren't here. <laughs> yeah, no, it's never been like this before. So, so again, this is from at Son of Baldwin on Twitter. They say, reporting from Brooklyn, there was yet another night of extremely loud fireworks starting at 8 p.m. and ending at about 2 a.m. This is the second week straight of this, every night during the same period like clockwork. Last night was the loudest I have ever heard fireworks in my entire life. It sounded like war. 
The media is reporting this as though it's just black and brown kids blowing off steam, but I don't believe that's the case. My neighbors, and I believe that this is part of a coordinated attack on black and brown. Oh, I'm going to say this again. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pause actually for a second. Sure. I wanted to say to your point about the shit that white people say. So Son of Baldwin is a writer. And if this were put together and put in the New York Times as a fucking op-ed, niggas would take this shit yeah. as like valid yep. theory. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I just kind of want to, again, as we consider what's what's being shared here, um, just to honor it with like... The opinion of a nigga on the ground. You know what I'm saying? With a brain. And no one fucks with Ooh. a nigga on the ground, though. And that's the right. problem. Like, right, you have right, to right, be right, right. Like right. some other nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like if some white person had sat with Son of Baldwin it's, and then went and wrote it, this in the Times, then, it would be taken with a different level exactly, of like validity. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. So, okay. The media is reporting it. Reporting this as though it's just black and brown kids blowing off steam, but I don't believe that's the case. My neighbors and I believe that this is part of a coordinated attack on black and brown communities by government forces, an attack meant to disorient and destabilize the Black Lives Matter movement. The goal, we think, is multifaceted. One, sleep deprivation as a means to create confusion and stroke tensions between black and brown peoples. And and I can speak to that to where so many of us and I live in a predominantly white neighborhood mm-hmm. so I have not been experiencing that here and all of that is intentional because I'm not like far like there are kids here yeah. who could be yeah. mm-hmm. shooting True off yeah. fireworks mm-hmm. you know but um in the weeks of people trying to figure out on social media what the fuck is going on there have been a lot of frustration ex- you know uh expressed at like the kids like what the fuck are the kids doing why are they doing this or what why you know what the fuck what the fuck what the fuck mm-hmm. And so that that has been happening, right? Number two, desensitization as a means to get us so used to the sounds of firecrackers and other fireworks that when they start using the real artillery on us, we won't know the difference. It's meant to sound like a war zone because a war zone is what it's about to become. I will say that there have been there have been talks and conversations about like what's going to happen next. Yeah. Right. So uprisings have been happening. What's the government about to do? What's going to happen in your town? These are conversations that have been like going on. I want to say, I don't know, behind closed doors and whispers. We've all heard like this kind of thing buzzing about. So I guess one can only wait and see what actually happens Mm -hmm. with that. But this, this son son of Baldwin saying this about warfare or like yeah, military coming yes. in or like whatever mm-hmm. that conversation has been happening like this is yes, not the first time that I heard this same, and it's not same. it's it's not something that I've only heard from niggas on Twitter mm-hmm. so that doesn't mean that is true I'm just saying this I just want to reiterate that this is not a concept that only son of Baldwin has mentioned before this is something that again niggas on the ground have heard and been talking yeah, about and and also not even like people have we heard that punk ass president say he's going to call in the people you like we know that right. this is something this right. is pe- this has been said outside of mm-hmm. him saying this outside of personal conversations between black people we have heard yeah. officials say we're going to bring in the national guard we're going to bring in the this so mm-hmm. that shit is real yeah. it's not a conspiracy <laughs> mm-hmm. it's real they said it yep. Back to the thread. We think this is psychological warfare. 
the first wave before whatever the next stage of the attack is. We think this because there is no way in the world that young black and brown people would otherwise have access to these professional fireworks. These are Macy's July 4th, New Year's Eve level display and sonic booms reserved generally for the wealthiest people and institutions. So, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say, here's another, I'll throw my own theory onto this, right? So let's, let's say that war is not coming, Mm -hmm. right? Let's, let's say that, you know, the military is not coming. Let's say that the heavily militarized NYPD is not going to rain down on us in our homes or on protesters. Let's say that none of that's happening. Okay. These tactics, regardless of what comes next, these tactics still wear down the community. These tactics still keep niggas up all night and have us tired and not able to organize and mobilize in the ways ways that that we we have been able to do in the past, you know, over the past month. Yes. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? So like, regardless to what angle you look at this in, like this is still a tactic that is draining the community. Yeah, it is. They go on to say, and these kids are being supplied these things by the truckload. Hours and hours and days and days and weeks and weeks worth of explosives, y'all. No young black and brown people would be able to afford even a fraction of this supply. Especially now. Like the numbers of us that are unemployed right now in this moment. Right now would not be when we could buy all of this shit. It Mm -hmm. would not be right now. Nope. We think the government is providing these to neighborhood young people. These young people are unaware of how they're being used against their own communities and think they're simply being allowed to have the kind of fun that is generally considered illegal. After being cooped up during the pandemic, this is cathartic for them, but they clearly don't understand that they're pawns. The government and the mainstream media are being coy and pretending to be clueless about it, of course. The government told residents to call 311 or 911 when the fireworks happened, but when you call 311 or 911, no one shows up. And why would they if they're the ones behind it? So that's also been something that people have been saying. They call, they never come. They call, they wait 45 minutes, they're put on hold. They never come. They talk to somebody and they're like, oh, you just have to wait it out. So that has been a thing. Yeah, when I, that New York Times article that I referenced at the beginning, the excuse is mm-hmm. we are in a pandemic and these uprisings are happening and we have have to prioritize those things so we can't just do regular like life calls or whatever they car- right. categorize that kind of call when yeah. you call now I want to do one oh we can't mm-hmm. prioritize that because it's all this other shit happening that's the excuse mm-hmm. that they're using for that mhm 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 just so y'all know the right the new york post exposed the fire department for taking part in it But as you would imagine, the government is leaving it up to the fire department to investigate itself and eventually (laughs) clear itself of any wrongdoing. That's funny. Fire 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 people investigate things outside of fires? I guess you could do an internal investigation on your own shit. I don't fucking know, but all of this sounds ridiculous. That's not how any of this works. I thought police do investigations about illegal shit and fire No, I think most companies... No, I think every company has like an internal investigation where they, they, you know, check out fucking wrongdoing. You know that from fucking work and retail and shit like that. It just seems like that's illegal. So someone else should like, it's it's illegal. Right. It's not just like some in job shit. It's it's like illegal Mm. activity. (laughs) (laughs) Someone else. (laughs) That's what I was getting at. That's the tricky thing though, too, because like, 
You talk about firefighters setting off fireworks in terms of like internal investigations. That's low on the priority list. Yeah, I, know. So I remember you remember being a kid and on the news, there would be like stories about like we found this this amount of fireworks or firecrackers from this Oh, it was person. a big deal. It was always like this yeah. vic- victorious thing to mm-hmm. find the person with all the shit. It's like finding drugs. Yes. Yep. Oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Look at us now. Look, look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? The New York Times is reporting on it as a quote-unquote culture clash issue, but we think it's a passive-aggressive assault on the minds of the black and brown people who are rebelling against the status quo. This is gaslighting with literal lights. Did you read any of that New York Times article? Yeah, yeah. What were they saying about culture clash? What were they saying in there? They were basically saying that this is a cultural thing for black and brown folks. Which we are, which most of the niggas online who have been complaining <laughs> about this are, and we're all familiar with it, make, and we all typically yeah, enjoy but they it make to a it, point. It appears as though the people who are, they don't say the people who are complaining are white, but they make it seem like these are people in these new, these gentrifiers in these neighborhoods who don't mm. understand what's happening culturally in these neighborhoods. So that's where this clash is, and they don't understand that. Gentrification in New York City was happening way before 2020. Like, yeah, okay. Harlem was being gentrified when I was in my early 20s. So, like, mm-hmm. what? No, that's not what it is. It's not a culture yep. class. It's not like white people are like, oh, should I call a cop? I might be mm-hmm. killing a black person. And you know, that's right. not what's happening here. That's not yep. what. And you and me mostly engage with black folks. Yes. And we've been hearing and seeing online black we, folks talk about their yes. experience with this. Black folks who are familiar with the culture of licking off fireworks and shit yeah. you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying and in that new york times article i think when they did speak to a person i didn't finish the whole thing because i got i'm gonna be honest i got annoyed mm. the per- one person that i noticed that they interviewed was a white guy and he was like you know i can't walk my dog but i don't really want to call the police because blah, blah, blah. you know like that type of thing mm-hmm. so like trying mm-hmm. to just paint it in that light of like this is some cultural thing where people are mm-hmm. in this new place and they don't understand us this is what the what people do. like no mm-hmm. like that's not what this is stop right. stop lying right um, they go on to say please share this message if you know anyone participating in these firework attacks Please educate them about how this is an attempt to undermine the struggle for liberation and try to persuade them not to allow themselves to be used by the enemies of the people. I know I sound like a conspiracy theorist, but fam, please trust me. I've lived in New York City long enough to know a rat when I see one, and New York City has some of the biggest rats you've ever seen. P.S. This could also be the police attempting to retaliate against our calls to defund, abolish the police by creating the circumstances for a continuous public nuisance and then purposely failing to respond to it. Um, I'm going to add also kind of probably Mm -hmm. making us feel that we need to lean on police more. Because right. who do we call when this shit happens? The police. So if you de- mm-hmm. if we defund these people, what's going to happen if right now it's just fireworks? What happens mm-hmm. if it's, you know, other shit? So I think it, it does that right. as well. They say on the Facebook thread, hundreds of people are saying that it's happening in their cities across the entire United States. At the same times, at the same levels of extremely loud noise, same professional grade materials, same quote unquote non-response from authorities. Some folks were like, but this is hap- this was happening before the protest. No, the fuck it wasn't. But the holidays, how many different ways do I have to say that this is not like previous holiday celebrations, that this is planned, coordinated, ongoing effort that began way before any such related holiday? This ain't just some July 4th shit. This is something else. It's not. It did start for me mm-hmm. before the uprisings. 
mm-hmm. but it wasn't the pretty fireworks. It was just the regular mm-hmm. whatever, but it did start for me. Right. But they started getting pretty recently. Mm-hmm. And I've never pretty seen them. Yeah, right. I've never seen the Macy kind of pretty fireworks in the hood. And I've lived in the hood my whole life. It was always right. like just random ass fire in the sky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that, like that. Mm-hmm. They did not start mm-hmm. getting pretty until recently and louder right. and louder until recently mm-hmm. they go on but i feel like i've i've covered um everything mm-hmm. there's the contrast he says they say here white people in washington heights be like it's like this every year black and brown people in washington heights it has never been like <laughs> this ever before this is some next level schedule coordinated shit it's different it's different. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to present that because I, I know it's something Wait, that a lot of us so have been talking about. people are watching the like, it's like this every year. You've been there three years. What the fuck you talking Hello. about? You've been here from Nebraska for three years. You just got here. You just got here. You are not a mm-hmm. reference point to like the history of what right. fireworks have been in New York. Like, yep. calm down. This is not a conversation for you. It's not. I'm going to leave the link to the t- both the Twitter thread and the Facebook thread um, in the show notes. They're both the same. The Facebook one, of course, has comments on it. You know, the Twitter is whatever Twitter does. But whatever you all, I'm putting them both so you can use whichever one you're most comfortable with if you want to check it out further. So that's that. Yeah, so I just want to throw that whole experience, this whole shit that's happening with the fireworks right now in the pit. Yeah. Because it's something to think about. These are scary times. Like we said, protesters, like a lot of those protesters that were very visible during Ferguson have been killed. Yes. That's not... Even though no, nothing has been revealed as to, oh, these are the people behind those killings. Like, that's something that's right there in your face. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, people that's die. But, but like that, that's a, that's that's an overt attack. Yeah. So the point is that, like, things happen. We've seen the Black Panthers be disseminated and have a fucking war yeah. happen against them and their families yep. that nobody discusses. Like, it never happened. Yep. So these things are real. These things happen, and I'm not saying, like, believe everything that I just fucking read. I'm just saying, like, consider it. Yeah, consider it. Something's up. That's, like, we don't know. We don't know the details because we are not a part of the Mm -hmm. conglomerate that put this diabolical plan together. So, of course, we don't have the fucking details. And, of course, we are just talking from, like, experience and, like, just what we notice. You know, doing the field Mm -hmm. research that people don't respect because they don't respect motherfuckers on the ground. But something is up. That's something's mm-hmm. up. This is not normal. Yeah. This is not normal. And we know that 2020 has not been a normal year <laughs> at all. It has not. This is an addition to that. All that, all that yeah. other shit that's happened this year, you did not expect. You did not mm-hmm. believe that it was possible. We are living in a pandemic. I think that a firework fucking conspiracy, whatever, mm-hmm. is real. You know, like, what the fuck? Yeah. We're living in a pandemic. Anything's fucking possible. Yeah anything we fucking have juneteenth as everyone knows. you know what i'm saying like dude shit that i've never thought would fucking happen is happening mm-hmm. so so what is this what is this to add to the list yeah. like it's not ugh. oh is this mm-hmm. you know that's what i'm just saying if all of this stuff can really be happening what is this firework thing to add to the list it's not mm-hmm. it's anything's possible y'all anything the world knows about juneteenth jay I'm like, you know, my mind you know what I mean? Yeah. So like mm-hmm. <laughs> anything yep. is fucking possible. Yep. Anything. Yeah. Anything. Well, we did a motherfucking show. We did. 
We did. We did a motherfucking show. We'll be back with another episode next week. Just a reminder that we are taking July off, but you will be able to hit us up on the social meds yeah. and um, send us your T-mail. We will still be here taking and accepting that yep. and planning for August and the rest of our lives. Yes. Do we have anything else going on? Make sure you are listening to our partner podcast in the BBB. Yes. Inner Whole Uprising, Marsha's Plate podcast, Bag Ladies podcast, Queer Walk podcast, and um, our honorable mention friends, Juju. It's a little Juju podcast. And listen to the Black Guy Who Tips. That's yeah, a separate that's a Oh, and listen to my other podcast. He's I have a whole podcast. Man, but... Mix, oh, and, and listen to, yes. You can listen to that. It's been hard mm-hmm. for me to do it because I'm so emotional. But mm. whatever. But yeah, listen to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Check yeah. it out. You still have you still have interviews to release. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Still got okay. lots to release. So yeah, but since we're still be like alive and like working, mm-hmm. just not producing content, hit mm-hmm. us up if you want to. Hey, um, I'm looking for a podcast like this. That's totally fine. I'm sure that we have one in the arsenal for you to oh, absolutely just fill up the space. Absolutely. Yes. Be sure to follow us on all the social medias. We are on Twitter and Instagram at T with QJ. We are on Facebook and Tumblr, T with Queen and J. You can check out our website, T with Queen and J dot com. And you can always send us your T mail at T with Queen and J at gmail dot com. What hashtag? What were you about to say? You about um, to say I was going to say dot com. That was, that uh-huh. was what that was. Yes. That's what that was. Thank you. <laughs> you do the whole thing. I was like, what's that? Like, How did I get my breath? <laughs> Uh, what hashtags are we using this week? We are using, I don't know, Black Conspiracies Matter. Oh my gosh. Um, that's not the hashtag. That's just a joke. No, it's not. That's the joke. It is not. It is not. I mean, I'm going to use hashtag coronavirus because that's still outside, it's y'all. It's still outside. And I know, I saw y'all at your Father's Day celebration. No, y'all was doing y'all a lot. Y'all was outside for Juneteenth. Y'all was like, somebody, one of my, home, one of my homegirls hit me up like, you going to be in Prospect Park during the day for Juneteenth? No. I was like, no, I'm not. I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't get it. No. She's like, no, nah, I figured before your um, diversion. No, no, I will no. not be. No, no, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really understand, you know. I don't either. We should know not to trust the system. We should know not to trust yeah. this government. We should realize that because they realize most of the people who were dying from COVID and being heavily affected mm-hmm. from COVID were black people. That they was like, oh, yeah. open up, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Open up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um mm-hmm. so nah, black people specifically. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Okay. The communal shit. Mm-hmm. Chill, y'all. Just like chill. Chill. Chill a little bit. Chill. You know? I don't I don't get it. It just like I feel like there are ways to loosen up a little bit from when this all first started. Mm-hmm. Like now that we have more information. Like if you have your little closed capsule of this is my family of however many people and we're all very careful and we only hang out with each, each other. Okay, cool. Or if you have like you and like your friends who live in the same apartment complex and y'all are only hanging out with each other and not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Going nowhere, whatever. Like, okay. But yeah, that kind of like mass gathering, like for not protest, like to, to be, to chill. 
I don't really get it. I don't get it either. And I know that like outside, you know, maybe you're less likely to catch it outside in a large group, I guess. But also y'all going to each other's house. Like, stop. Just stop. And like Mm. the whole COVID, like the whole emphasis on washing your hands. Mm -hmm. That's how we started with how we were like protecting ourselves against COVID. Like mask wasn't even a thing yet. So yes, you have on a mask, but you out and about, you can't wash your hands or sanitize your hands in ways. Like, yes, you, you might have hand sanitizer, but like you are at risk. Like the mask doesn't mm-hmm. just be like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> right. Let's get it. Right. There is there are yep. so many ways for the the like for you this to eventually come in you. Like not, mm-hmm. not come. I thought of C U M. Um <laughs> But you know, like you're outside eating yeah. together. You're like there's so many ways that droplets get all over the place. Right. That I don't right. think people right. like right. understand. Like you take your mask off to do certain things. Mm-hmm. Y'all fucking mask on your chin, motherfuckers. Yeah, stop it, guys. Y'all get on my nerves. I just had to say that. (laughs) Just talk louder. I don't know. Just talk louder. I don't know. We can hear you. Oh, boy. I don't know. I don't know, guys. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, hashtag. Uh, We did it. Hashtag hashtag coronavirus. Hashtag Hashtag stay home still a little bit. (laughs) My gosh. Shit. Please. Like, can we get the word? Let's get the word from like a someone we trust. That's like they was like they they were like, do you want a revolution? And everybody just ran out. (laughs) Everybody ran outside. (laughs) 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 Like, do you want a revolution? (laughs) That's what happened. Oh gosh, that's what I think happened. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Be safe, y'all. This podcast was created, hosted, and produced by a black girl named Janicia and a black girl named Janice <laughs> and a black girl named Janicia too. And edited by a black girl named Janicia and Janicia through Juneteenth virtual kickback. And Janicia has been quarantining by herself and is fucking losing it. And Janicia. Oh, you really have. I feel like yeah. I feel like you and Sam are the Sam lives with her whole entire family. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like the only like I know you're alone. I'm just saying that I feel like y'all are the only ones who are like oh, we're the only ones taking this seriously. Yeah, yes, who are just like a hundred percent like motherfuckers here coming in house to the point where like Sam's father gotta right. like be like I'm gonna do this. I'll be right back. I have all my supplies. My COVID. yeah, like I feel like y'all uh, are <laughs> part of all of my friend groups. You and Sam, right? Was like fuck out of here with that shit. Yeah. Y'all are the most responsible with this. Yeah. Um, I commend y'all for that. It's too much. It's too much. I wish that commend would translate into dick. If I could, if all the commendations that I receive for uh, being truly quarantined would turn into like dick or money, (laughs) that would be cool. Okay. Then I would. So I I affirm dick and money for Sam and Jay as a reward for being so adamant about quarantining and keeping themselves Mm -hmm. and their family safe. So I affirm dick and Skrilla. All right. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. All right. Okay. You're back in. This podcast was created, hosted, and produced by a black girl named Naima and a black girl named Janicia with editorial support from a black girl named Sam. T with Queen and Jay. We turn up responsibly. And I just have one question to ask you first. How do you identify 
Okay, I identify as a communist, abolitionist, internationalist, anti-racist, anti-capitalist, feminist, black, queer, activist, pro-working class, revolutionary, intellectual community builder. Amazing. 